guys. Welcome to The Mom Voice. This is Lauren and Sarah with episode 87. Lauren, I was literally up last night at like 1.30 a.m. rage cleaning, rage cleaning, watching the election results come in. Yeah, last night was wild. Wild. We, we are recording on Wednesday morning, fresh off of election night. No news yet. It's just been a wild, wild ride. I'm having all the feels. All the feels. <laughs> I, I may have like teared up at one point. I might be throwing things at another point. It was like kind of crazy. It was kind of crazy. And I mean, I think I went into it expecting it to be crazy. Yeah. Well, funny enough, too. funny enough, girl. So unlike me, all of our listeners, you guys know I love the news. I follow it like so closely. Yes, she does. I was like seriously prolonging going home to watch the election. I came to work. That's what you were doing. Yeah. Huh? Like I avoided it all day long. I, I like couldn't let my anxiety go there yet. Yeah. I was yeah. like, I'm just like putting it off because yeah. I can't deal. You even texted me. You saw I was at the office at like 6 p.m. You're like, yeah. wait a minute. Why are you not home? <laughs> I just can't remember in the past election nights us texting each other and just like literally like, oh my gosh. Play by play. Yeah. Yeah. Play by play. And she's here at work like la-di-da, Marco Poloing at six. And I'm like, get home. It's election night. I know. I couldn't deal. I know. I was just like blocking it out. Like I'm not mentally prepared to deal with this yet. And it it definitely delivered. It definitely delivered. And I think I did the exact opposite. I blocked it out for months. Like Mm -hmm. I didn't even want to deal with the back and forth. I knew where my vote was going. I was just like, I can't. And so then it was like, all right, here it is. I can't I, I, I can't believe we're here already. I know. Here it is, Tuesday, election day, and I just like, it's go time. Let's get this over with. I <laughs> wanted to know. I wanted to get this done. And now it's going to be days in the making, I'm sure. And If not weeks. Oh, I know. I mean, I have to die if this whole thing comes down to a bunch of attorneys fighting it out in court. Right, right. Oh, my gosh. And we're not going to get political here, guys. We don't want this space to be political. We want everybody who finds us to feel comfortable and Welcome enjoy listening and to us. Yep. And um, But I mean, I feel like every single person I've oh. come in contact with today, they've been like, oh my gosh, stress. Well, I think because it's so close, every, every single person's feeling it. Because yeah. no matter what way you voted, we're all just like who's gonna win like this is just to the death here I know well I I ran into someone today and I was like more than anything I just feel like it's more waiting more uncertainty more not knowing feeling for so many months about so many different things yes and I feel like in my head I'm like mentally prepared for it to go either way I really am I kind of I'm wrapping my brain around I just like I need some direction I need some resolution closure closure let's like close one chapter of this crazy year and this is something we can close we can have an answer and be done but now we're gonna have to wait a little bit longer oh my gosh I just told you I came across the funniest quote on Pinterest last night. Yes. <laughs> Not funny, super ironic. And I'm like, oh my gosh. But it said, you guys, what if 2020 was a trailer for 2021? And I'll, I'll let that sink in, Laura. Yeah, no, my, no, my stomach just like my throat's in my stomach right now when I think that. Oh Ugh. my gosh. Oh my gosh. And it's, it is hilarious because it's like, but I just can't even imagine how much crazier it could get, you know? I know. Oh my gosh. It's, well, that, but that's what we're gonna. That's what we're gonna talk about today. Yeah, because, we are. We're yeah. talking about stress. We're talking about anxiety. We're talking about how 2020 has just continued to deliver blows to our psyche. Here, people, we just keep getting punched in the face. I feel like, and it's just not been an easy road for us. And so, I feel like it's something we're all struggling with to some degree, like you said, Lauren. And 
I just wanted to take a time and maybe talk about some things that we do personally to kind of manage our stress. You guys know that I'm super open, that I, I, I'm, running, I'm running hot all the time. And what I mean by that, you know this, Lauren, I'm like always go, 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 go. Like literally I'm like sweating half my day all the time because I just don't relax. So I'm already prone to anxiety. And when these like external factors start creeping in, it can really start to become overwhelming. So we're going to just talk about some ways to manage that. Yeah, I think we all need um, to kind of check ourselves and remind ourselves and and do the things necessary to to keep ourselves sane and happy. I just don't think we realized we took life for granted a year ago. You know what I mean? I literally keep flashing back to things that we did through the holidays this time last year. And would we have ever thought that this year would have taken the turn it did? And and we just like weren't prepared. It was it was like a scary twist of between the COVID and then the f- financial stress and the job loss and then the anger and then the movements and then the election. It, it has been like nonstop, nonstop. And when I go through that list and even thinking, and it's we keep laughing. We're like, so yay, it's the holidays. I I almost can't believe we've made it this far. It, it feels like the longest year of my life, but yet. The fastest two, and here we are almost into Christmas, and it's crazy. I know. It's just like next level, and I think that these are things that are totally normal for us to be feeling. Oh, yeah. Like the How fact could we that, not? The fact we're all like functioning humans right now is pretty incredible. Yeah. Like, I know. It is just like surreal is the word that keeps coming to mind for me. Like when you do think back 12 months ago. Right. Like, just, just how blissed out. How carefree we yeah. were. Yeah. Like, and, and it's like, yes, you, we all had the day-to-day life things, but now it's like we still have those day-to-day life concerns with our family, our children, our finances. But now it's like so much beyond that. We have to worry outside our home about so many things that before they just, we chugged along and life was good. And I so know. I just hope, hope, hope and pray that someday soon we can find that sort of peace and space again. But for the time being, we yeah, we want to just give us some like tips and reminders. Good reminders. To help you day to day as we're leading a household, we're leading our families, we're spouse to our husbands, and we have to be so much more than just curled up in a ball not knowing what to do next. I know because we joke about it all the time, but when mama's not happy, nobody's happy, guys. Oh, ain't that the truth, though? It really so, is. And and when I carry my stress, like even on the drive to school today, I just like didn't have words. Like I yeah. just, I kind of felt so beat down. I just didn't even talk to the kids. And yeah. I'm sure they could feel it. They were probably like, what? And I'm trying not to stress my children out too because it's so funny how much they've picked up on this election thing, the signs, the talk, the hype. And then they had a vote at school yesterday. They're very invested in it too. And of course, they don't understand the scale of things. And so I'm trying to play it down that no matter what, everything's going to be fine and everything's great and we love America. Right. But it is like, yeah. they, like they are, like we posted, they're like watching us and they want to see how we react. And I, yeah, I got to talk we my are teaching, down. <laughs> Yeah, we are teaching them through our actions, through our responses, through the time spent on our phones, through all of it. Right. So... Let's talk a little bit about what we do to manage our stress. Number one, I have to say, is sleep. Like, pay attention to your sleep. Lauren, you don't struggle with this at all. I roll, people. You guys, well, clearly I don't. The irony of this, Sarah, I was going to pull it up this morning. I need to show it to you. George, so we finally kind of like, I'm like, let's just go to, uh, like, go lay in bed and watch a show to distract ourselves last night. Yeah. I... 
I, I, I just passed out. I did. Even oh, with all the stress, up. 10 minutes into office, I, the office, I'm asleep. George records us and sends it to me this morning. He's laying next to me and I am like seriously sleeping like a baby next to him. Stop snoring. it. I'm snoring. I have to show you the clip. <laughs> and George is, George is like, I thought he was going to record himself like freaking out in the night about something on the election. I just pass out asleep and I'm snoring next to him. Sleep is not a hard thing for me. I can <sighs> sleep like... I, if I'm tired, I go to sleep. And I'm very fortunate because I know a lot of people at our age just don't. They need sleep, sleep supplements. It's hard to like rest their mm. mind. It's hard, hard for all the things. But sleep is so crucial. We all know that. We Both of us hardly slept last night. It's such a crazy night. I know. We're running but on adrenaline and caffeine. And fr- oh, absolutely. So, But day-to-day life, we need a good eight hours yeah, of sleep. Your body needs to rest. Your mind needs to rest. So... Some of the ways that I know that I'm not getting a good night's sleep is I will literally wake up tense. I will wake up with tension in my neck and I can still feel like I'm just not getting a, I don't wake up rested. Does that make sense? Yeah. So sure. like when I may be getting six hours of sleep, which normally is okay for me, I can run great on five or six hours. But like when I'm really not getting that restorative sleep, I wake up so tired. I'm tense. My muscles are tight. Like Mm -hmm. I can literally feel it. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. The other ways obviously is like when you just can't turn your brain off, you can't like quiet the thoughts in your head. You've got a lot on your mind. And when you're just really struggling to turn it all off and go to sleep. I mean, what are some things that you do to help you sleep, Lauren. Well, yeah, some good tip, <clears throat> excuse me, good tips is maybe making, having a bedtime for yourself, just yeah. like making sure that you're in bed by a certain time. How are you doing with that, Lauren? Um, I'm, I We've actually, talked about it a lot on this podcast. Yes, I, I am like the night owl and I've talked many times about that, but it's funny. Either I'm getting old or things are just shifting. I don't know, but I, I literally just laughed. I, I really can't keep my eyes open past like 11 these days. What? Yeah, which is really funny for me. Normally I'm like midnight. What has 2020 done to know. you? Yeah, maybe that's truly it. Like I, I get into bed and I, I'm, I'm pretty much. You're just like out. emotionally spent. I, I You're guess done. so. But so I'm not a good example of a bedtime. But you know that yeah. is like a number one tip to have like kind of like your own set time to be in bed so that you know, especially what what's coming the next day, what time you have to get up, that you're getting the rest. Um, next would be limiting screen time, which we tell uh. our kids this. And it's funny, my kids have been telling me, they must be talking about this at school because they've told me like twice, you know, it's not good for us to watch screens before bed yes. because it makes our brains work like da, da, da. And I was like, absolutely true. And we're really bad at sometimes watching, we, we do oh. the same, watching Curious George before bed. So really maybe reading or telling a story before bed. So and even for us as adults, try not to be on your phone or watching the show. It can really help you relax and rest your mind I have too. to interject really, question, yeah. really quick. Um, a lot of the research behind that whole guidance is the blue light on your phone. Have yeah. you read about the blue light glasses? Do you well, know what this is? Well, oh, I absolutely know what they okay, are. What is and it? How, Explain it to me. Oh, they just help like not make your head hurt. Like you're like get a headache or your eyes hurt. So these and, are non-prescription glasses. Yes. That reduce like put a filter on your eyes essentially. Pretty much. Okay. Yes. And no, they're they're very like trendy dare yeah, I say no, I know. And, and very helpful and especially I think when school was online for kids that was a very big thing like get the how do you what do you call them blu-ray light where did you call them blue light blue light like blue glasses? light glasses I don't yeah know. no and um and I almost bought my twins them but then we like shifted from online so um I wonder though but, if you're wearing them at night like 
You know what I mean? Maybe that would help reduce that activity. It tells your brain waves a little bit to calm down. Chill, you know? Oh, absolutely. And then another one is a good one is limit caffeine. Again, something Sarah and I could both do better at. Like caffeine, I know, can sometimes be the driving force through the day, but maybe cutting it off by like a certain time frame, like noon or two or something so that you know that you have it out of your system. It's just not flowing through your blood. Yes, And I will say... The times when I've like gone off caffeine for whatever, for surgery preps or whatever it is, I do feel so much better. Like I don't even want to admit it to my husband. I know. Because it's such a hot topic in our household. But like, I don't know, girl, there's nothing better to me than putting my kids to bed, getting some Mexican food and sitting down with a Diet Coke and watching TV at night. That is the night. That's what we did last night with sushi. I we put them to bed it. and we watched the election and we got food and I did have a Diet Coke. And yeah, man, it's so good. But other things that really help me is I've, I've talked about it before. I take melatonin mm-hmm. sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I feel like it's non-habit forming. It really helps to like, and I will say this again, if you haven't taken melatonin before, you have to be ready to go to bed. It will not knock you off your feet. Like you have to be in a dark room laying down trying to go to sleep and it will help urge you along i've recently tried um there's a new product out by nyquil called z quill it's like z z z quill yeah and it's all of the sleepy stuff that nyquil has but without all the medicine okay so i've actually really liked it i don't wake up feeling like hungover from like sleepy meds or anything and it's really helped me have really good nights of sleep i don't take it a lot maybe once a week you know what I think actually came to my mind would be good for you especially? What? And it's kind of, it, uh, my husband's side uses it a bunch. It's called Calm. And it's kind of like a natural. Is this an oil? It's a powder. You oh. put it into like a warm water or water and drink it before bed. And it's supposed to calm you. I think some of them have melatonin in it, but there's a lot of magnesium in it. Yes. And it, I heard about it that. It calms you. And it actually is really good too for your digestion. Oh, too. she just it, winked at me, guys. I know Sarah could benefit from that. But I'm it extra helps. constipated it today. <laughs> It helps you go to the bathroom. It can like flush you out really well. Oh, I need that. Oh, totally. George, like, will take it here and there. We have some. I should bring it to you. If you you think my muscles are tense, my gut is extra tense today. I know, I know. But calm is supposed to be really good too. Okay, calm. I love that. That's awesome. And then the other little one that I have for us women, especially women who have had babies, is limit your fluids going into bed. Because if you're like me, if I drink literally a cup of water before an hour before bed, I'm up peeing two or three times during the night. Yeah. Like I have to cut off my liquids at least two hours before bedtime or I will be freaking peeing all night long. Yeah. My husband is a camel, Lauren. Camel. Yeah. Yeah. That fool, he pees like two times a day and then I'll hear him. Sorry, honey, I'm telling too much right now. But when he goes in the morning, it's like the longest pee I've ever heard. Yeah. Ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He holds it all night long. And mine are just like... And yeah, and then I'm and done. You can't, and Little it wakes things. you up. You cannot yes. sleep through. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm kind of like in between that. Pregnancy I, ruined me. Yeah. No, I know. I, I can kind of hold it, but then it's like sometimes I have to wake up. It wakes me up. You're such a sound sleeper, though. I, I'm sure you don't wake up near as like I don't I do. know. So funny. I mean, another obvious tip would be to have some sex. Oh. Have sex. Distract yourself. 
Your husband will love that one. Yes, exactly. A distraction, a calming, a calming, you know, experience, yes. settle you in. Like, obviously, that's always good for the endorphins and all the things. So. That is a really good tip, too, because especially when you're stressed out. Yeah. It can, like, take you. It's a stress reliever. It yeah, is. Yeah, it can take you out of the moment. That, yes. Like, whatever you're thinking about, right. shift your direction. And just like that skin to skin contact, like yeah, just it's time so with, comforting. And yeah, with your spouse, then you just feel like comforted, not alone. And you feel sexy. Yeah, there's and nothing just, bad with that. Right, you right. know, I love that. Um, okay, so another thing besides sleep that I think is really important to focus on when you're feeling a lot of stress and anxiety in your life is being active. We all know that, like, when you have those depressive episodes, you just want to you know, curl up in bed, stay on the couch, like keep it super low key. But if you can push through those feelings and just try and go on a little walk, get outside, go, you know, do something to be productive, it will be such a game changer for yeah, you. Yeah, go for a hike, go for a bike ride, even get the kids involved. Um, or if, garden. If you I mean, even membership. getting outside, picking weeds, like do something with your hands to have a little project and mm-hmm. something that you can feel good about and be, right. you know, excited to show off. I think that is so key. Like, don't just those, bury yourself yes, in those feelings. Right. You need the natural endorphins because it is such a heavy and hard time. I mean, absolutely, there are times that it's like you're really in deep and you might need to see a doctor. You might need to get on some meds. But I think trying to do all of these other things first to yeah. help yourself because – Really, I think we all can agree this is like, what it, what, I'm sure there's like a medical term, but like a situational anxiety. Situational. There we go. I, I just made tempor- up a term. Temporary, but like a situational yeah. depression or situational anxiety that like, you know, won't be there forever. And once you involve like meds, that can like, uh, well, obviously. I think, yeah, you do whatever is in your control absolutely. to fix it without like self-medicating with alcohol, drugs, things like that. Like if you can do things, let me say this. I feel like if you are proactive enough to fix all the things that you can fix, your diet, your sleep, anything that's in your control and you're still feeling that emptiness, that void, that hopelessness, seek out help. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. It's there when we're physically sick. We see the doctor. If you're mentally feeling sick, you need to see a doctor. Absolutely. But I just do think like, even we, we're not all super prone to like being active and exercising. Right. The gym may not be your thing, but I just do think that being getting up and doing something for yourself yeah. is really going to make you feel better. Yeah. No matter what, Absolutely. like it'll break a little sweat, whatever that be. I mean, trying to do X, Y, and Z first, it, I think really can help you. I mean, the gym is definitely not what I want to be doing for me it's things like cleaning out my closet or cleaning out the garage or clean taking everything out of the refrigerator cleaning the shelves off getting rid of expired food little projects like that around the house I'm feeling so good about yes and and I you're moving your body like you're totally like you're doing you're moving that's all we're trying to say is like stay productive. Yes. Either go exercise, get those endorphins, take on a project, all those things. Next idea or thought would be serving others. And I think, you know, this is huge. I think when you think outside of yourself, 
it's it's easy to get out of that like funk or depression because honestly, when you're feeling those bad feelings, you're thinking about me, me, me. Like mm-hmm. this is how I feel. This is why. And this is what's happening to me. And this is why is this happening to me? So when you can kind of get out of your head and out of yourself, and I think the best way you can do that too is by finding an opportunity to serve or help others. I love and I think that. getting your kids involved, finding a little project, a little service, a way to give back to something. I think is huge. And I think we're coming up into the holidays. Yeah. There's no better time. This year, probably, unfortunately, more families are in need than ever because of such a hard year. So try to find a way to cultivate that and give back and serve because I know that's the best way to feel good about yourself. It really feel good is. about well, and not about yourself. Just feel good. It makes you smile, and you just feel those warm and fu- warm fuzzies. I know you don't watch Friends like I do, but there's an episode of Friends where Phoebe goes on this whole thing, and she's like, "There is no selfless act of service." So she's essentially saying, "Like it's true." I it guess I can of, see that, but it's it true, kind though. of is. Like we do feel really good when we serve others, but like. I just think it's so, so great. And little ways that you can do that is like make dinner for a neighbor. Go grocery shopping for an elderly person. Pick weeds for somebody. Like little bitty things, it can really make a difference in your day. Yes, I agree. And I love that you brought up getting your kids involved because not only is it like making them more productive, but I think also, again, it's teaching through example that we care about others. We're going to be our brother's keeper. We're mm-hmm. going to like follow the Savior's example, like all of those things. Right I now, love that. oh my gosh, we need that more than ever just yeah. to feel kind of united and feel that we're in this together. That's yeah. more than ever right now. So the next thing that we wanted to say, so we have sleep, being active, serving others. The next obvious one is watch what you're eating. And I don't mean necessarily from a diet perspective, but pay attention to the food that you're putting in your body. We all know that food affects everything from our health, our energy level, our digestion, our skin issues, like hormones. There's so much that is impacted by what we put in our bodies from a food perspective. And this is something we have talked about endlessly on the podcast, you guys, because Lauren and I both to some degree, are stress eaters. Yeah. Wouldn't you say? Yeah. We kind of use food as a crutch when we want to like (laughs) um, relax. We're not drinkers. So it's like, let's get a cookie. (laughs) How much Halloween candy did you eat last night? Not last night because I threw it all away. Oh, okay. I knew that I was going to, I knew I couldn't control myself. So I found a rogue Tootsie Roll. I know you were like yes. digging through the drawers. I need just one. I literally found a rogue Tootsie Roll and then no joke, Lauren, I bit off my acrylic nails. I know you did. You guys, I, I literally bit through 10 acrylic nails. What is wrong with me? No, no, it was a crazy night. So it wasn't it was Halloween crazy. candy. It was Sarah biting her nails. I thought you got into the, for sure, the, the candy buckets. Uh, so, okay, no, I preemptively, hey, I preemptively chucked it all. But yeah, so just pay attention to what what you're putting in your body. We're not going to talk to you about specific diets or anything like that. Just be mindful of it. Yeah. For me, it's sugar. I yeah. know sugar is like the the death of me and I feel like crap on it. But yeah, I uh, just think when you get too much junk in, and you eat too much junk, you just feel gross, you know? You and do. so to feel better, just watch what you're eating. And right on the, to piggyback that is drinking lots of water. Oh, yeah. I mean, granted, we just said, watch watch how much you drink before bed. But I mean, obviously, water is like... Get it in early. Yes, we can... Dr- oh my gosh, we all should drink more water. Like yeah. absolutely, no matter what you're drinking now, even up it because we all could use more water. Skin, I totally body, agree. 
detox, all of it. I totally agree. The next one we're going to mention is we love this topic too, is self-care. And it's a quick hit, but all we really want to say here is as moms, we tend to take on the load of the whole family and all of our friends and everybody around us, we kind of get emotionally invested in. It can be very burdensome and it can be very heavy for us. So if you ever need a minute just to like not do it all, like take that moment, put Mm -hmm. the laundry down, let it pile up. Like it will be there tomorrow. Like take care of yourself, take an extra long shower, do a mask on your hair, do a mask on your face, like get a pedicure, do something for yourself to reward all the work that you're doing, keeping this this train rolling, right? Like, man, it is a chore some days. And I feel like I'm really bad at that. Like, what's the last thing you did for you, Lauren? Can you even think of anything? I went and got a manicure like 10 days ago. Oh, that's good. During preschool time real quick. So that's good. But yeah, I mean, or, or honestly, there's some days where in the day I can feel my like, yeah, anxiousness creeping up. Yeah. And I'll just go into my room and just like lay in my bed and like, you know, surfer, my email, or just out. like zone out for just like 10 minutes. Even I just need even 10 minutes yes, sometimes. Yes. So I just think, you know, watch yourself. And then nighttime obviously is a big thing for me too. Just once my kids are in bed to be able to like clean the kitchen and exactly that, watch a show or do a mask and just like have a little breather. Absolutely. Take care of yourself. And then, yeah, lastly, we just wanted to mention, of course, like at the end of the day, as much as we try to control it all and we we just stress about it all, in the big picture, God is in control. And I mean, we may not all believe in the same God. We may not all believe in God. But like find your own spiritual center and like take that break, meditate about it, pray about it. I mean, at the end of the day, some things are just out of our control and we yeah. can't bear that burden all the time. And right. we can't try to fix it all because there's things that are completely out of our control. I think that is the time where you can lean on your faith and kind of put that on, you know, whatever you believe in, whatever your faith system is, whatever your belief system is, and just, you know, really give that part up and just have faith in knowing that we're all trying our best here. I love that. And I think, like you said, regardless of kind of how you view religion or whatever, there is just some comfort in knowing that there's a bigger purpose, purpose. to things. Yes. Do you know what I'm trying to say? I mean, in, to me, there. I mean, there has to be. Yeah. To me, if I just knew this was like the Groundhog's Day of life, I think that gets me down. Yeah. So knowing yeah. that there's a bigger purpose here and that I'm a mom raising kids that are going to grow up in this world yeah. and that we really do have a purpose on this earth in this life that's what yeah motivates me and keeps me going and I think that if 2020 has had any goodness to it any goodness a few things for me has been I've gotten more time with my family than I could ever really hope for honestly like we've gotten to have so many good experiences of just us in our home and memories being in our four walls that I will forever cherish. They were exhausting and very tiring days, but I can also appreciate them also. I I do think that a lot of people are trying to put a spin on 2020. And instead of like a year of like crazy and chaos and loss, what if it was the year of of change and and, um, improvement and, you know, slowing down and reflecting on, you know, what's important and refocusing our lives. And I do think we all can recognize that. We have had a full refocus 
And granted, there's still so much noise and chaos around us. But like, I think if you can really recenter yourself and your home and your family. Yeah. Like I, you're going to be. I totally okay. agree. And I think personally for me, while we're talking about things that help us manage our stress and anxiety, really filling that spiritual tank, whatever it is, like maybe make it a goal to read a devotional every day, like do something to feed yourself spiritually. Yeah, I do think it's going to take a lot of our efforts. And I do think that, you know, I don't know, this is getting deep, but like there's a lot of like evil and dark in the world and they want to suck you down with it and they want to take you into that and make you forget the good and, you know, whatever that be, your faith and all. So I think we really have to recognize that. And I think it's a shift in time and I hope that it gets easier, but I don't know if it will. I don't and know if I it think will either. we have to just prepare ourselves for that. And I think we have to figure out these tools and do them daily because it's just going to be hard. I totally agree. And I love you reminded me, I did want to talk a little bit about preparedness more so like spiritually. Like I feel like if you're centered in yourself and you know where you stand, you know that you and your family are going to be okay. You love each other. You're there for each other. Like you don't have this dark, depressing view on the world. I think that can go so far. I mean, I can only hope that I show my kids that strength and that stability during like rough times in our life. And I wanted to share, I was just thinking about like scriptures and things that might apply to where we're at right now. And the parable of the 10 virgins, it's in Matthew 25. And it's a parable that Jesus gives where there's 10 virgins who are waiting on the bridegroom to arrive. Five of them are prepared with their oil and five of them are not prepared. They're needing to go get more oil. And at the end of the day, the five who were prepared, they were rewarded. And the five who were not, they were not, you know. And so I think there's a lesson there on temporal levels, on spiritual levels. Be prepared. Mm -hmm. No, I love that. Preach over. I know. No, we'll, we'll get off our soapbox. But absolutely, preparation right now for the unknown is crucial, I think, for our families. And you know, in our faith, actually, we were kind of prepared in some ways that church would be closed. And I think that was like a huge testament to me that we were, girl, sorry, oh. I, we can edit this, but I do, I do think that, you know, God sees all. Yeah. And he, he knows that this crazy time was coming. And for our faith, it was a time that we knew we wouldn't be able to meet in church and go to church. Yeah. And so our leaders, you know, prepared us and not even knowing. So anyways, yeah, I just think that we can't see the big picture here, but we have to just, you know, do what we know we and this list is like just a minor little thing for us to feel better throughout the days. But like, I do think that in the big picture, we have to be prepared for this crazy future and preparing our kids. And I know. Take care of your body. Take care of like yourself, your temporal needs, but then don't neglect your spiritual needs too. The activity of meditating every day, just taking like quiet moments to reflect and be grateful. Things like that can make such a difference in your life instead of always just being so negative about everything. Absolutely. So. Yeah, you you got me in the the feels, Lauren. Oh, stop! Oh I, my gosh, goodness, it's it's a crazy time. But it is I a think crazy this time. Is a great reminder, and I hope it's a wonderful this helps reminder. Someone out there, yeah, during this 
And at the end of the day, let me sign off on this. I love this country Mm -hmm. for all the craziness and the anxiety it gives me and all of it. I just love it so much. I love that we're different. I love that there's opportunities and that... I know. It's a privilege that we get to have this democracy and that we do have the freedoms we do. And we've come so far. And that's where I think that's been such a wild rattling year. We just have to protect those freedoms. And it is such like it is such a privilege to be an American citizen it is and we all have to remember that that. yeah Yeah. even though it just gets so wild and some people may get really nasty right now you just have to remember like remember what the country was founded on remember why people have always sought out the American dream Mm -hmm. why people have sacrificed it all and moved across the world to start fresh here it's because there is something special about this land Mm -hmm. there is I do love this country. So, are you okay? Yes, I am. I'm just trying not to ruin my makeup oh. all day here. Jeez. Guys, well, we've said it before. We'll say it again. This is our therapy session. Yeah. Just we just get on and we we talk each other through this. Jeez. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We well, hope you're all doing okay. We really do. We don't know how it's going to end up. Yeah, I mean, I still... I absolutely care how it ends up, but I said to Lauren off the mic, more than anything, I just need some resolution. I just need some stability. I'm like, 2020 has just been like the roller coaster. And I think if you have kids more than any of anybody, it's hit us parents. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just ready for things to chill a little bit yep so here we go all right well we're not gonna do hits and misses this time to be honest we're just like (laughs) mind is fried we can't even think about that but go find us on social media we are at the mom voice podcast on instagram you can dm us there send us any questions comments i guess criticisms (laughs) anything we'll take it all we'll take it all and if you enjoy what you're listening to please take a moment and go leave us a review we really do appreciate all the reviews. It let us, it lets us know that you're there, you hear us. It's not just a one-sided conversation. And we really, really are grateful for every single listen. So go find us. We will be back next Monday with another fun release on our Mama and More series. Yes, we're having so much fun doing that. So we hope you're enjoying them. It's going to be great. Lauren, do you have anything else? No. God bless America. Take care of each other. All right. Bye-bye.